Uh, welcome to our uh, our second video of the 20th and 21st century uh, Britain. And in this video, uh, we're going to examine uh, World War One. Uh, so World War One was the first of two major wars that changed the way British society evolved and led to many changes in terms of uh, social development. World War One itself, uh, European-wise, was a four-year-long war and had many events happening simultaneously. So for our purposes, we will be examining uh, three aspects of that war. The, the entry uh, to the war, uh, one of the major battles in the Somme, and the end of the war and the Paris uh, Peace Conference. So in 1914, uh, that was the official declaration of war uh, in the UK, but many things happened that led... Um, to entry into uh, the war by uh, the UK. So prior to 1914, before 1914, diplomatically, uh, the relationship between Germany and Britain was uh, declining. Um, Germany was increasing its, its naval power and Britain as the number one Navy at the time uh, felt threatened by this. Remember, the, the Royal Navy um, was absolutely essential to the British Empire maintaining trade and its influence around the world. So European countries had agreed previously on multiple alliances that they would aid each other in the event of an attack on one country from another. So if one European country decided to attack another one, its alliances would um, come into place and all the countries would defend uh, each other. So the reasons for the cause of World War I are, are complicated, but, but in general, most historians agree that uh, two countries uh, started the process. These two countries were Austria and Serbia. So Serbia assassinated, they killed Franz Ferdinand, who was an Austrian duke, and then Austria declared war on Serbia. So this led to a set of events that eventually meant that many countries allied to both Serbia and Austria eventually declared war on each other. Britain itself didn't enter World War I until Germany attacked Belgium. So Belgium at the time was a, a neutral country. Uh, so after giving Germany a warning to stop the attack, uh, which Germany did not, uh, they declared war on Germany. So this was not the, the only reason, though. Uh, France was already fighting Germany, and the UK uh, had an alliance with France as well. But more, uh, more realistically, the UK did not want Germany to take control uh, of Europe. Um, when World War I uh, was joined, uh, Britain still had an empire. So, of course, this empire was also mobilized. And this meant soldiers from many countries joined World War I. Uh, soldiers from Australia, Canada, India, Australia. Um, so, basically, any country still under direct control uh, of Britain, like India, or, or self-governed, but still parts of the empire, like, uh, like Australia or Canada, uh, would join. So we look at the Battle of the Somme 
And we're going to look at this battle specifically because it was uh, an essential battle as it highlighted many of the, the limitations of the soldiers that were fighting and in the places they were fighting uh, in. So the Battle of the Somme took place in 1916 and it lasted around five months. Uh, it was located near the River Somme and it featured the first use of a tank and the first time we had seen a trench warfare in a, a major war. So trench warfare is where soldiers would would uh, sit and hide behind trenches and they would slowly advance towards each other. It's a very defensive tactic and very little land is taken by either sides. Um, it is what is known as a, a war of attrition. Uh, a war of attrition means to slowly break down an enemy army over time and you know both sets were living in in terrible uh, conditions both sides in the battle the germans and the uh, the british were inexperienced and as trench warfare was new um many soldiers died because of of poor decision making um, approximately 1 million soldiers were killed or wounded just over these 5 months alone and the battle itself was highlighted as 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 a waste of time and men as really nothing had been gained when the war was finally over with germany and its allies and they were defeated um the the winners called forth a conference called the paris peace conference and this conference itself was perhaps the most influential meeting to have taken place and it really has a direct impact on, on future events. So the Paris Peace Conference was convened to discuss the, the peace terms uh, for Germany and its allies and to change and rearrange the map to reflect the new status. So basically, any colonies previously owned by Germany were given to other countries and Germany lost a lot of land in Europe and a lot of taxable industries. In total, Germany lost around 13% of its global uh, territory. Germany was also made to agree to the Treaty of Versailles. Uh, the Treaty of Versailles is, a, is an infamous agreement that meant that Germany took 100% uh, of the responsibility for the war and the loss of life and the loss of industry. And as such, uh, Germany agreed to pay uh, reparations to each country affected. So reparations uh, are a form of payment and they take the form of money. And this lasted for many years uh, after the war. Um, Germany was paying a lot of money to countries like, like France and the UK. And this effectively made their economy so weak that they could never really recover from it. Um, if these terms seemed seemed hard uh, and seemed unreasonable, they were actually meant to. Uh, the peace conference was designed to punish Germany so severely that it would never have the power to attack another uh, European country again. Uh, it was effectively a broken country, and the European powers would keep it that way for the foreseeable future, or until the European countries could trust the German leaders uh, again. 
A final aspect to the peace conference was the the formation of the League of Nations. Uh, the League of Nations was an agency uh, that was formed to prevent any major war from breaking out again. Um, it was a, uh, a a multi-country agency, and it was designed to help uh, talk through a peaceful dispute rather than um, declaring war. Uh, the First World War was seen afterwards as, as, as quite rightly one of the most, um, the most terrible things to have happened to Europe uh, and the UK. Um, the loss of millions of men, uh, was seen as a, a failure of, of civilization, a failure of diplomacy. And really it took many years for the UK to recover uh, economically. Uh, during this time, the UK had, had economic aid from the USA, uh, to help to help rebuild the industries that were affected and, you know, devastated by the war. And it also increased migration uh, from its colonies to help replace the men uh, who had died. Uh, ironically, the First World War was known as the, the War to End Wars, uh, as many believed that there could not be uh, as terrible or far-reaching a war to match uh, World War One. 